Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Happy Friday and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode 47. I'm Rick and I'm more rested than usual as my school had the day off. We also have Monday President's Day off, thus completing a four-day weekend. It's not quite the week-long winter break they have in the Northeast, but it is nice to have at least a bit of a midwinter break. Although I didn't get out of the house much today, I did keep my eyes, ears, and soul open today to notice when I experience God's presence. I'm glad you're here to hear me share about it. If you've listened the last two days to this podcast, you know that I've been feeling angry since Ash Wednesday that yet another U.S. school had to experience the world-changing trauma of a mass shooting murder. And like so many others, I'm feeling frustrated at the lack of any apparent national progress to prevent further school shootings. These feelings have been building up in me, and while I spoke yesterday with my students and urged them to contact their elected officials, and I contacted my elected officials as well, I've not really spoken to many people about how it feels to be an educator witnessing fellow educators dying in their school workplaces. Two days ago in Parkland, it was Aaron Fees, 37, an assistant football coach, Chris Hickson, 49, the athletic director, and Scott Beagle, 35, geography teacher, all who were murdered by a high-powered weapon of war. I feel a particular kinship with these three educators because they did what I would do if there was a murderer with a high-powered rifle killing people. They tried to save their students' lives. Coach Fees died covering and protecting students with his body. Mr. Beagle opened his classroom door to get kids out of the hallway and was killed before he could get back into his room. They are being rightly hailed as heroes. Yet, they did what I think every educator would do, save their students. None of us are educators because of the glamour or the big bucks it brings. <laughs> what we do every day because we love our students and want only the best for them there are myriad untold stories of how teachers go the extra mile for students both inside and outside of classrooms and school buildings. Dying, protecting students is the ultimate extension of the generosity educators naturally show. And yet, neither educators nor their students should be dying in their places of work and learning. Period, period, period. I've been haunted this week by the prophetic words of our presiding priest at our Ash Wednesday Mass just hours before the news of the latest school shooting massacre broke. He said his greatest fear is that the violence, meanness, crude, profane interactions from the president on down are being accepted as the new normal. And I fear this too, especially with the increasing frequency of mass shooting events, defined as when four or more people are shot. Our nation is stuck in an insane ritual in which it is somehow to be expected that educators and students will die in their school hallways or cowering in a classroom closet. Even worse, there are those who believe, often at a gut level, that their perceived right to own a gun, almost any kind of gun, short of a flamethrower or rocket launcher, outweighs the lives that are lost when a bad person engages in a disturbed shooting. And these people, who put their interpretation of the Second Amendment above human lives, like the president in his remarks to the nation the other day, never, ever say the simple fact that this latest angry young white male mass murderer wouldn't have been able to kill 17 people as quickly as he did without the very specific gun, the AR-15, which is designed precisely to maximize death. I felt God's presence tonight with the two dozen or so people who showed up on a cold, damp Friday night outside of a local library for a candlelight vigil to remember the 17 human lives ended by an AR-15. The Holy Spirit grabbed me and nudged me into a prophetic role as I grabbed the baton bullhorn, actually I just used my teacher's voice instead, and shared from my heart and gut the feelings that I just expressed here a moment ago. 
Two local news channels talked with me after my impassioned public comments. One showed a few seconds of me talking, and I'm waiting till the other news comes on in a little while. I met a couple of leaders with Sandy Hook Promise and the Brady campaign, and I plan to stay in touch with them. Tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to my first meeting with Moms Demand Action, and I plan to be involved with their efforts as well. And I want to see if anyone, anywhere, is memorializing the names and the lives of the growing number of educators who have been murdered in their workplaces as they gave their all loving and saving their students. What injustice in our world today strikes you in your gut the most? How is God calling you to be prophetic and speaking out about this? Thank you for listening. Blessings and peace.